Hello, welcome to the Storybook Podcast. My name is Graham. Today we are doing a book club episode for chapter five of The Picture of Dorian Gray. I don't know why I'm presenting. I'm saying it in a very weird voice today. <laughs> Bring some energy to this recording. With me today, I have... Hi, I am Liv. Hi, I'm Meg. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ailish. So, how did you find a chapter without Dorian, guys? Fun? I loved it, personally. Women. Sybil. Women. I love Sybil. I am Sybil, I think, in many ways. What makes you say that? I just... Same energy. Mm. Yeah, She just it. runs around being very high energy, and everyone around her is like, Jesus Christ, could you calm oh, no. down for like two seconds? <laughs> and the answer is no. I no, would like cannot. to propose a Dorian Gray drinking game. Okay. Um, yes! Exclusively for this chapter, which every time that Sybil's mum says, My child! My child! You have to drink, um, okay. and then you die of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, you can okay, we go for uh, my child. I love him, um, Prince or Charming. Prince Charming. And then you have to finish your drink when you find out how old Sybil's brother is. Oh my god, he's sixteen. Yes, he's a oh. child. I assumed he was like this sort of vaguely looming twenty-two-year-old or something. He's just this little guy who's like he's a year eleven. Hello, I'm doing puberty. <laughs> He's doing his A levels in being a scary man. He's like he's described as like a strapping young lad, and he's just like, "I'm 16. I know what I'm about." No, you don't, son. No, you, you don't. don't. I know what I'm about is my favorite oh, bit. God. I'm 16. I know what I'm Every about. Every 16 year old thinks it's that, so and they're good. always always wrong. I was that 16 year old, and I was wrong. Oh yeah. And he is 100%. about going to sea. Yeah, good for him. He's going to he's going to Australia. He's going to find some gold. He's going to Australia. Good for him. Then he's going to get robbed. His sister's planned <laughs> yep. that he will get robbed on a stagecoach, which is <laughs> wild. Sybil, chill. Why would you plan out this crime for your brother? Well, she's just got a romantic mind. What can mm. I say? That'll go well for her, I'm sure. Yes. Lots of foreshadowing. <laughs> Don't say that so ominously. It is ominous. <laughs> so ominous. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just feel, if he ever I, does anything, I'm the only I will one this episode who's already read Dorian Gray. So. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, it's pretty ominous though, right? Other other non-readers, am I right? No, what do you mean? Yeah. It's, it's oh, like, it's totally it's, fine. this is a happy book. A happy book of fun times. Sybil's gonna make it big on the West End and, you know, go to Australia also. Yeah. Well-known home of theatre, Australia in... 18, whatever. They have the Opera House. I don't think they when have that, that yet. Built? That's I like know. the 19-something. Yeah. I don't think they... they what they certainly did have was a lot of British prisoners. Yes. Well, Who, some true. of them... They that's could do... They, they could recreate Yikes. this end scene from Paddington 2, where they have all the prisoners doing um, musical <laughs> yeah. theatre. See, Paddington 2 <laughs> is wonderful. Paddington and 2 is, is a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. All-time great film. The fact that Wonderful. someone gave it a bad review, well, well, not even bad reviewed, but not for not full five stars and knocked it off its IMDb slot, I'm appalled at someone. I I'm don't mad. understand who would do that. That's oh my god. They must have known what they were doing as well. Yeah, I just don't understand how you can watch that film and not be like, "This is pure delight." I feel like there is something dead inside you. It is one of those films that, like, I can watch with my family and we will all have a good time. Like, yes. even my grandparents will enjoy watching that film with us. And, you know, you know what it's like when you have yeah. grandparents watching a film. You know, it's an absolutely wild choice that I can watch with my entire family, including, like, my 
well, no. My uncle is not, like, a serious man, but, like, he's, like, really big into history, and he used to be a barrister in London, mm. don't you know? So, like, you know, we're an intellectual man. The film that we've all watched as a family that he has genuinely killed himself laughing over, every single Despicable Me movie, and really? also the Minions movie, <laughs> he loves them. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, Mamma wow. Mia or something, because I think that would have been a good shout, too. Uh, Mamma Mia is a good choice. I... Um, I don't know if you've seen them, but generally I only watch like stuff like Mamma Mia. It'll be like my mum and my sisters and we'll mm. watch them together. Whereas, no, my uncle, he loves... We've all loved Paddington as a family. Paddington is a good film, but like good. the Despicable Me movies, he absolutely loved them. Why does he Why does he love Minions so much? I don't know. As he a, ge- he just, just fi- he genuinely, I mean, genuinely finds them very funny and charming. Does he share uh, Minions on Have you not seen Facebook? all those? Oh, he doesn't have a Facebook. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might do if he had a facebook but he does not so he he does not so um, yeah it's pretty fun pretty fun and funky fresh but yeah it's good to know i'm mm. learning lots about your family today uh, yeah. i've also written in my notes that. um death threats yay which i think we've touched <laughs> on quite a lot of them yeah i think yeah i mean Sybil's brother just is an angry little boy. I mean, granted, he is 16, so, like, I completely yeah. understand it. But, yeah, what an angry little man. I think you're allowed a little bit of death threat if your sister is an actress and she's claiming that an aristocrat is in love with her. Yeah. I, I think also... you're allowed to be like, he better not hurt you. If you came home talking about some guy who you didn't know the name of but called Prince Charming the whole time, it would get really annoying, and also I would not oh, trust him. Oh, God, right? <laughs> I'd be like, I can't trust this man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she really does call him that a lot. Yeah, because he's her Prince Charming. But also, like, the, the major point to me was, yeah, she calls him Prince Charming because she doesn't know his name. Yeah, but you yeah. don't realise that to start with. And then it's then I think the mum says, do you know his name yet? And she's like, no. She's like, no. So what? <laughs> yeah, but also, you do know what this means. This means that her and Dorian have been speaking for, like, what, a few weeks and he's never told her his name. I, mean, oh, I gosh, think that, this is just Dorian happens. being head empty. We all have friends like that. Though, that right? has like, happened he's to just me being yeah. like, ah. so many times. Like I, that, yeah. Sorry, go on. I hang. Oh, sorry, I I hung out with like um, some friends. Granted, it was a year ago or so before recent events, and there were people there who I went to university with, and we did the same course, and we have mutual friends, and they know my name. Mm. But every time I see them, I go, "Hi, you." Oh, it's so nice to see you. You get so practiced. I don't it, know right? their names, and at this point, it is too. I'm too afraid. No, it would to be ask. so rude. It'd be so rude to us. It would be so it. rude. You have to hope you find. And out so I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you. You've got to get them to introduce themselves you? to someone else. Uh huh. No, this is where you need to develop a chronic illness so you can blame it on your bad head and your brain fog. Yeah, I have. I've, I'm neurodivergent. You can't expect me to remember anyone's names. That's yeah. Don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe Sybil has the chronic migraine. Maybe. No, she doesn't. I don't, she's just she's the opposite she's just of a never migraine. <laughs> yeah, Sybil is a migraine. Yeah, bless her heart. All activity, all the time, just buzzing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The phrase "Hello, you" has been completely ruined for me by you, the TV show, because that's mm. like the main character's like catchphrase, and he is a supremely creepy man. Oh, oh, that's the one about the guy who is uh, an obsessive stalkery boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, to the point, like, 
this was a while ago, but someone DM'd me, not like DM'd me, but like on a dating app being like, hello, you. And I was like, what? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you stay away from me and my family. <laughs> Red flags. <laughs> it was awful. I was like, oh no. And I'm sure they thought they were being really cute, but I was like, mm, 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 mm. no, 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 no. Do not come at me saying hello, you, because I think you're going to like stalk me for like several months. You're going to end up in a Perspex box. Great show. Um, One of my personal favourite parts of this chapter mm. uh, was a complete throwaway line that was like, yeah, and uh, Tom Hardy gave you that pipe. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, good for Tom Hardy. <laughs> Jim got a pipe from Tom Hardy. Yeah, wow. and then his other mate makes fun of him for smoking it. I thought that was fun. I was it's like, this is a dynamic. fun insight like, to this friend yeah. The Tom yeah. Hardy just gave you, gave you a pipe. He must have time travelled yeah. to a fictional... I think fictional Tom Hardy would time travel. Well, I, I, he has that vibe. Mm. That he you would. would. Do it by you know what? He has the power. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and he's like, time. Yeah. Do you think that um, Oscar Wilde would like Venom? Yes, but I think he would pretend he didn't. He'd have to say, yes. "Oh, it's so lowbrow. I do not enjoy this Venom film," and then he not... would be loving it. And he would okay. absolutely love it. My deepest respects to Oscar Wilde. Obviously, do you think that he'd actually? I, I wouldn't say he's the most highbrow of gentlemen. I think he thinks he is. Ah, probably. I think yeah. he has uh, some some inbaked sort of class views, which... Um, mm. Yeah, fair enough. I know he plays within this book. He does sort of play around with it a bit. He has characters like riff off that, but I think they are still there, that he's, mm. he's used to a certain lifestyle. He just doesn't really... I don't think it's in his mm. worldview necessarily to get out of that. Like, even yeah, these okay, characters in this enough. chapter were supposed to be, like, um, less well-off, and they're still sort of... You know, he mentions every now and again, like, oh, we don't have much money for nice food and stuff, but they're still kind of being pretty fancy, mm, going around, walks in the park and talking all fancy. Um, oh, ah, yeah. yes, yeah. walk in the park, just the pinnacle of sheer decadence. Yeah, you know what expense. I mean, they're kind of, they're, they're, they're perambulating about. and Ooh, perambulating. Big words, I know. <laughs> That's a big word. I, just, I sort of thought that it was implied that they were supposed to come across as less well-off than they did seem, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he even says to her, she's like, let's go for a walk in the park, it'll be nice. And he's like, I can't go for a walk in the park. I'm scruffy. And she's like, no, silly, we're going for a walk in the park. Mm. So. There's also a bit where he gets really catty describing the mother's jewellery. Oh, God, right. like, fake jewels. So catty. For what? So much judgement. So much (laughs) judgement. Almost. But I suppose, like, it kind of goes with the fact that everything is a theatrics with this mm, woman. She's oh, so dramatic. With the mum. I love her. She's I so enjoy fun. It. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a different kind of theatrical from Dorian. Yeah. It's, like, so weird because they're both described as very theatrical, but she's, like, a horrible old cow, according to Oscar Wilde. <laughs> she's, like, deliberately theatrical as well, whereas the others are just, they're dramatic and they're sort of that's who they are but she's like plotting out how to make a scene of things which i quite enjoyed actually yeah. you know good for her i feel like she's got to do something she doesn't seem like she has much of a social life so i really liked the dramatic reveal at the end because sybil's like why can't i just marry this nice man that i don't know the name of he's so rich and fancy and home's kind of umming and ahhing because she's kind of like well if he is rich that's really good for us but also for you need to be safe sybil protect your heart and at the very end Sybil's brother just walks in and she's just like he's just like you never married my dad did you and she's like no but I did love him then we find out that actually their dad was part of like the nobility and they never married 
And she's like, I know he would have married us if he could, but he did not. And But the difference between her and Sybil is that Sybil has a mother. So I kind of, I want to find out who their dad is. I, I, it would be fun if he was plot relevant. He doesn't have to be, you know. It's Lord Henry. It's Lord Henry. That was my first thought. And I was like, no, he's a little too young. <laughs> young. But, but it, you know what? It would be, be a fun little whimsical time paradox thing. Maybe Tom Hardy time traveled again. <gasps> yes! Tom Hardy, the Tom Hardy, Tom is Hardy their father. Is that would explain dad. the great acting chops, yeah. you and know? He's like, hey, do you want this pipe? It's uh, an heirloom from me to you, but pretend they're your <laughs> age. Don't worry about it. Don't overthink it. But pretend, yeah. But he would be their age if he was, like, time traveling. Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, remember, up. Tom Hardy gave you this pipe. Yeah. And nice. it would be him because that's his name. Or he named himself after Oof. that Tom Hardy and it's the other way around. Like, Ooh. we're in too deep. Ooh. We've gone too far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've gone too deep of a layer. You know how they say you're never supposed to go back in time because you could change the events of everything? Yeah. <laughs> We've gone well, too far with Tom Hardy. That was not quoted by Tom Hardy because he very clearly went he's, back in time. He's doing some crazy oh, yeah, stuff back Tom there. Hardy. Good for Tom. That's what I think. I think he should go back well, in good time. Good for Tom. Hardy. He's already he's, no, he's done dream traveling. He's gone to the the dystopian future. He's been inhabited by a I don't know what is venom supposed to be made of like oily stuff. Goo goo. Alien goo. Alien goo. Alien <laughs> goo. I, I love their relationship though. I, I'm glad they have like. Have you seen the trailer for the second one? They're basically married. Yes, it's, it's so domestic. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like that he's trying to make dinner for him, and Tom yeah. Hardy's just there, like, oh god. Oh no! <laughs> spoken about this before, but have you guys seen the um, promotional art that I think they did in China for Venom, where it was just them yeah. hanging out and it's really cute? Like I think Aww. there's one where like Venom's holding an umbrella over Tom Hardy's head and stuff like no! that. No! Oh my god! That's so sweet. <laughs> it's like complete opposite of the like US branding, which is like, look at this scary monster man, oh, edgy like man. They just made him into this nice little goo boy. That's so cute. Oh, little goo friend. Please never say the phrase nice, nice little, little goo, goo boy. boy. Nice little oh, goo God. boy. Nice little goo boy. Hot <laughs> okay. take. Venom's eyes are That's gooey and I don't dangerously like close. That's dangerously close to what Dorian gets called all the time though, because they call him a good boy all a the time. Boy. A goo boy. <laughs> a goo boy. <laughs> nice little goo boy. Uh, Dorian yeah, that's Gray, why he's best friends boy. with Tom Hardy, because yeah, he is he's Venom. a good boy and Tom Hardy is a goo boy. Guys, I hate this. I love the Tom Hardy cinematic universe we've just created. <laughs> the TCU. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe. See. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll think about it. The fuck, if you will. I don't think we will. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> why not? Censored. <laughs> why? Why not? Watch us get a cease and desist. Yeah. Off cons like <laughs> your podcast that has some listeners. You almost had a swear word. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even pick up that it was like nearly <laughs> Oh my gosh, Liv. <laughs> Liv has bees for brain and nothing just bees. else. Just Sybil bees. bees. Yeah, this is why me and Sybil are the Sybil. same person. Sybil wouldn't think that was close to a swear word Sybil either. Like, what is a fuck? I don't know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> Arguably, that was way closer. Word. That was that was so much closer. No, there was a th in there. Uh, but, but, uh, there? Hello, Ofcom. I'd like to report. Hello, Ofcom. I'd like, like to report, report a crime. A crime. <laughs> yes, I'd like to report a terrible crime in progress. Not again. <laughs> Against my sensible, t- <laughs> my sensible sensibilities. <laughs> I was going to say that's not a word. 
this boy can't pronounce Did his acronym Did you mean delicate properly. sensibilities? Yeah. Yes, that's what I meant. Thank you. <laughs> they can be sensible too, I'm sure. Talking about delicate, can we just talk about how ridiculously often she's described as thin and dainty oh God. and flowery? Her tiny feet nice. pitter-pattering up the stairs. Jesus. It's certainly a very childlike image. Minor coded. Yeah. I mean, oh, she no. is a minor. That's also she's why Sybil and I are the same. Minor coded. Yeah, not to bring up the discourse again. But... Not to bring up the discourse oh. again, but... I mean, how how tall is Sybil? We don't know. I don't know. I got ID'd for trying to buy a monster in the shop the other day. See, I get ID'd buying monster energy as well. Mm. And the woman was like, they'll give you a heart attack. And I was like, okay. Oh, I always get ID'd for buying alcohol. And raisins. actually. Oh, for a second I thought you said raisins. And I was like, what (laughs) sort of like (laughs) age-restricted dried dried fruit fruit black market have we got going on? (laughs) An apricot? No, you have to prove your age. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Prove your age to acquire the fruit. They're pre-soaked in brandy. True. That would be quite nice, actually. Perhaps. That, have you that, done that yeah, game? Yeah, like a fruitcake. Have you done that drinking yeah. game where you soak raisins yes. in, like, liquor and then set them on fire and eat them? What? It's no. very that fun. That sounds like a drinking game. A drinking grail? It doesn't sound like a drinking game. It sounds like arson. It's, nice it's called Snap Dragons. You should maybe not try it sometime. Oh! <gasps> Watch us try it sometime. Okay. I think we should all try it we sometime. We are trying, Don't but try outside, at home, probably. Hey, yeah. hey, Meg, you wanna you wanna try Snapdragons when we meet up? Absolutely. In the, in the restaurant. Yes. Yeah, we're in gonna be restaurant. in a restaurant setting some raisins on fire. Do you guys have any uh, have any raisins? No, no, no worries. Do you also just have any sources of ignition? Yeah. You ask you ask them for raisins and they ID you. You ask for raisins, <laughs> they ID you. You ask for alcohol, they ID you. You ask for matches, they turn you out. I mean, you ask them for raisins and they go, sorry, I need to see some ID. But all of the cocktails, totally fine. Mm. That's fine. But raisins, I'm sorry, you could be doing some illegal things with those raisins. Like arson. (laughs) Like arson. (laughs) Like arson. arson. (laughs) Danger raisins. So, different topic entirely. Who who do we think Dorian was with in the carriage? Henry, obviously. No, because he's with two women. Unless Henry's doing drag, women. which was, you know, good for him. Um, Tom Hardy. I get, okay, so I think um, the... Actually, to be fair, sorry, I have I have prior knowledge of this, so nah, I, shan't, I shan't join in. Okay. Shush. No, Meg just suggested Tom Hardy in drag, and that's way that is better. better. <laughs> is way yes. better. Is that implying that they're both Tom Hardy in drag, and he's doing a time paradox by both being in the same carriage at yes. the same time? That is exactly it's, what I am It's Tom Hardy and Venom. <laughs> Tom Hardy and Venom, both in drag. In yes. drag. But also that implies that Venom is very, very real. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, d- I don't really know how to feel about that. They're just friends. Just, just guys pals. being pals, you know. Historians would say they very were very indeed. good friends. Very good friends. Close good friends. <laughs> Buried together, of course. They're chilling in the carriage uh, five feet apart. Because they're just friends. Because they're <laughs> just pals. Just two guys being just pals. Bros. Except- yeah, they're just bros, except, yeah, just two guys. Well, one guy and one guy, alien one goo. goo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> two bros chilling in a carriage. A five feet apart, because they're, they're all gay, all of them, I'm sorry. All of them. F- I don't think you can even be five foot apart in a carriage. They're very small. You could hang over the back. Like, get a little, <laughs> here's a sidecar. Just hanging out the window, just like, a yeah. sidecar. 
I would love Tom a Hardy's putting his face in the wind. Yeah. Like a just little dog. Enjoying the breeze. Mm. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Good for them. But yeah, I feel like Sybil was really chill with the fact that Dorian's just going around with people in his carriage. And she's like, oh, look, it's my special boy. That's what I thought. Like, I young man. Yeah. It's this guy. She's, she's trusting, and that's good. And she should be. Not of him, but like in general, that's a good thing. She is. She is trusting, bless her heart. But Sybil being like, there he goes. There's my Prince Charming. And then Jim being like, I don't see him. I don't see him. <laughs> it's so much like when you're <laughs> out with your parents and you see someone. You- yeah. They're like, where are they? Where are they? It's like, they're right there. Me. They are right there. <laughs> Oh god, literally. <laughs> Either that or my favourite thing is I me- I will mention a friend that I've mentioned many, many times to my parents and they'll just go, who? They I'm want like, the full yeah, story you know, my, as well. My, like, yeah, where were they born? Uni, like, I've mentioned, I mention them quite a lot and they're like, who? Every time. <laughs> I just have friends with the same name now which really confuses my parents. Like, oh no, you can't do that the to name, them. And they, they just do not follow. They try, bless them. Not very hard, but they do try. This is how, once again, I win in life, by having a name that's not very common. That's true. I only <laughs> know one Irish. Uh, never in news of And it will stay that way. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, unfortunately, that is one of the names that was an example of my parents who were like, which live is this? Oh, no. Ugh. See, this is why i got to change my name. Uh-oh. I need to become distinctive. I think you're fine, because I do call the other live Olivia, usually. Although this is one of those weird things where I'm the only person who does that again. Oh no, the formal live. No. The formal live. Work sona. Evening live. Uh, my work sona is Olivia, but ugh, they are an entity unto themselves as the work sona. Unfortunately, Caitlin, Katie's work sona, cannot be joining us tonight. Which is really a shame. upsetting. Yeah. The power of Olivia and Caitlin in one room would be too much. I've I've never seen this, and I think it would terrify me. <laughs> I actually, we both worked from her house at one point um, a few weeks ago, and yeah, it was like, I'm going into a meeting, be quiet. I'm going into a meeting, be quiet, like the whole time. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was kind of a lot. And then at one point, we were both in, we were both in important meetings, so we had to be in different rooms. (laughs) And I sat on the kitchen and ate a salad. You did. (laughs) Good for you, babe. I I think you were winning Ailish, I have to say. Yeah. To be fair, I finished my I important was, was meeting and then I, I slammed just a bunch of potato salad. Mm. Was it a good potato salad, though? It was all right. I always find, like, store-bought oh. potato salads. I really want the potato salad in the moment, but they always have so much mayo on Too them. Too much mayo. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Too yeah. much mayo. Lots of mayonnaise. Mm. Yeah. What do you think Dorian would bring to a barbecue? Nothing, because he's an idiot. Oh, that's a question. <laughs> Weeds or like Strawberry one champagne. of those fancy kebabs that has like lots of bright coloured vegetables. Oh, I like the store bought version. I don't think he can cook. I think maybe a bag of ice. Because <laughs> no, that's but too simple. Bought it two hours. A bag ago. of ice and maybe like two hours ago and half of it is no, no, water. No, no, no. It's a bag Hear of me water. Out. Right, so it's a bag of ice, but he, and he's also bought hot dog buns, but he's put the hot dog buns at the bottom of the bag and then put a kilogram of ice on them, oh, so they're so kind they're of soggy. Swift. A little bit Nobody soggy. likes soggy buns. <laughs> no one likes it. But then he has also bought a whole ass bottle of strawberry sours. And everyone's like, well, we can't be mad at he you. He absolutely <laughs> has. He's definitely brought some sort of like high sugar alcohol. Mm. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Yep. Of the strawberry variety. Well, yeah, definitely. We, we love strawberries. I think Henry, Henry would be making the punch. Um, but yes. he would not tell you what was in it. And it, it would be absolutely scary. Absolutely not. Uh, it's probably like one of those industrial storage tubs. Yeah. That are usually that are just meant to like put clothes and stuff like a in. Vat. 
He's just stirring um, this. Yeah, it's stuff. like a big plastic tub, and he's just poured six liters of vodka in it. Yep, and yep. then some very That's... weird mixes that he found in his like yeah, one of his alcohol so cupboards. Lukewarm, stale soda type things, and yeah. then some, like sweets for color that just make it strange. Yeah. Bits of fruit, you... but he hasn't cut them, so it's just like yeah, it's just oh, wow. full. Apple. Oh, he's just apple in, bobbing in it. It's, it's fun. Bobbing for apples in this <laughs> grotesque swamp. Yeah, I think just like like Claude Henry would make like the weirdest cocktail, and then if anyone's like, "Oh, what is it?" He'd just be like, "A potion." A magic potion. Be like, oh, great. You'd be like, "It's a drink." It's like, "What's okay. in the drink?" It's Surprise! It's a beverage. To be fair, I have drank what uh, could only have been described as a surprise beverage once before. It was at a friend's party, and we hollowed out a giant watermelon, and it started okay. off fine. We put, like, vodka and mixer in it, and then everyone just slowly started pouring a little bit of every bottle that we had out into it. Oh, no. No. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Very, very drunk that night. That sounds very dangerous. Yeah, it was... Like, the aesthetic the is great thing. with the watermelon and all that, but I think... You yeah. would be able to see it. There'd be, there'd be at least three watermelons floating around was, in front of you was, by the end of that. It was all right because I think I only had like a bit of the watermelon. But uh, the guy that I was going out with at the time drank much watermelon juice, and I think he like checked out of the party at like eleven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the level we're talking here. Did anyone eat a slice of the watermelon afterwards? That's what I want to know. I believe so. Yes, because that would have yeah. been potent. It was Very fizzy. Alcoholic. Actually, no, I did eat some of it. And I think it was fizzy. Oh, like oh, a chemical no. reaction going on in there? Yeah, like Ooh. it was... Carbonated. Like I took up all the lemonade, and I was oh, like, wow. Yeah. This tastes bad, actually, and I'm yeah. going to leave it alone. I've, I've had a very strange Franken-drink before. Mm. Um, I used to, to DM for a campaign back in Edinburgh, um, Dungeons & Dragons, and every week we would like make like a batch cocktail, and then we would play for a couple hours and then we go out to a club night afterwards yes this was oh amazing, God, amazing. <laughs> this was a tuesday <laughs> it was Can a I tuesday in your D games <laughs> yeah, absolutely um great. but it was during the summer so we weren't like at uni or whatever yeah. um though we probably would have done it with regardless um and i just remember this one time there was a drink that was the equivalent of going to a self-service soda fountain Mm. Uh, like a fast food place mm. and just taking a small squirt of everything oh god <laughs> sounds amazing um it was bizarre yeah I it mean, was yeah what it was you were having would you You'd be like uh wouldn't it was vaguely fruity mm-hmm. vaguely like it was half carbonated and like also half not carbonated oh, no. oh with like the weird um, spread out bubbly kind of texture where it's, like, yeah and you're like oh this is quite nice it's juice yeah. Um, and then you get further down the jug, and it was like, oh, wow, that is straight tequila. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the perfect. So how was your night <laughs> out after should have mixed it. Uh, very, I think it it you was a night. <laughs> there wow. was a night out. There was, a, there was at least Next a question. time between the daytimes in, at that, you know, 24-hour <laughs> period. It was dark at one bit. We don't remember it. Tequila is when Tequila's a danger for me as well. Yeah. I love um, tequila. It unleashes a dangerous a cactus juice. Oh gosh, tequila Megan is 
Tequila Graham is a uh, very. I think the the closest word I will say on this podcast is flirtatious. Um, <laughs> oh, I was gonna I say te- Tequila Meg is just the first word that came to my mind was just skanky. Okay, that's not what oh. I was going for, but it did give me that. Um, <laughs> tequila Meg is no. skanky. <laughs> I think we've got the same brain here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that in the sense of the the very Scottish. I don't know if in England you use the word skanky to mean disgusting. Uh, so in certain select areas, I assumed you were going for the more generalised one, which meant like. Yeah, oh, it's a multi-purpose word, but mostly so, just in a bit north, gross. You would say skanky to mean kind of gross, but mostly you'd say uh, sketty or sket. Mm. Like if someone's being a proper scat, it means they're just being like gross, but also it can mean like gross, like you know, in a like flirty manner. Again, it has the but mostly like like, if someone's being a scat, it's like a certain level of gross. Those words also are in Bristol slang, interestingly, which with the similar jewels. Um, wow. If you've ever listened to uh, the incredible track M to the B, she calls someone a sket in it. Yes! She's from Blackpool, which is maybe. <laughs> so the thing is, is there's a lot of northern slang in that song that a lot of people are like, what does that even mean? Gosh. And I'm just like, ah, there she is. Uh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> was like super hyper fixated on um, Blackpool Grime Media a few years ago. Okay. Um, where, where that wonderful song comes from. It's basically just a. It was basically a bunch of um, teenagers doing diss tracks on each other, and I was just obsessed with the drama. Yeah, um, good for them, actually. And I feel like Sybil's brother would like be making some very subpar diss tracks. Yeah, they on, would be bad, um, but he'd be so keen. On Dorian, yes, he would be so into it. He'd have the energy, but like. It would not be. He would just repeat himself. I think, to be honest, but not like, exactly the skill. He'd yeah. be like, "You're mean, and I don't like you." If you date my sister, I will kill you. Exactly. Oh Running you over, with you. Like, yeah, that's piano. what he'd do. <laughs> it's true. He would. I don't think he's got a. He, we could get him a rhyming dictionary, maybe for his birthday. It might improve things for him slightly. For, yeah. To read on his sea voyage to Australia. He's How long do you reason. reckon it would take? To many sail months. to Australia. Many, many months. Many moons. Yeah, it's months. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, it would be probably like four to five months, I'd say. It depends what time of year you depart, obviously, but you would depart at a certain time. Sorry, you've unlocked um, my daytime Graham, who <laughs> studies the history of maritime <laughs> trade and such. So it's like, hmm. Maritime Graham! Yeah, boat maritime Graham. Maritime Graham. has been achieved. Boat Graham! Uh, oh no. <laughs> so yeah, it, it'd, be, it'd be a series of months. Um, wow. But it's, yeah, I mean, this is obviously a little later time period, but he, is still, he would still be sailing to Australia at this point. But he would be not very experienced sailor, so he would just basically be not having a great time probably to start with. Probably Wait, not. Wait, he's not doing this sailing on his own, is he? No, he's not just him in a little boat. He's in a dinghy. <laughs> you made that. You made that sound as if no, he was no, no, the no, no. That's not what I meant. I, I meant that he would, um, <laughs> because he's obviously he's seems to be working his passage over there. So yes. he would basically be general dog's body for the ship. I would imagine he he'd be an untrained hand. Yeah, he'd be a, a landsman. Mm. So or alternatively, he's on say. an inflatable raft. With a few tins of spam <laughs> and one ore. Excellent. I love Good this mental for image. Him. 
No, I think he should get in the ocean. I think he's making a little sail with his shirt and just trying swim, to swim, tiny man. <laughs> Go swim, little sixteen-year-old. Let that anger out on the sea. It's it's so funny because Bridgerton kind of ruined it because for a good passage, I was like imagining him as that annoying older brother in Bridgerton. That's ah. like, no, you will not get with this person. And then I was like, no, he's yeah, he's 16, so small, he's tiny. Yeah, yeah he's aggressive. he's more Colin. He's Colin from Bridgerton. He is Colin, but like yeah, but less I was lovely because Colin's a sweetie pie. He was talking. You have to do like a, a full yeah. reimagining of, at least for me, like my mental image of what this guy looked like. Hmm. Like, he was this sort of yeah. big, broad-shouldered kind of guy, and then suddenly it's like, no, he's just this 16-year-old kid. Yeah, to be fair, though, like, you do get some 16-year-olds that are insanely tall. You do get the large teenagers, yeah. The large he could teenagers. could be a large teenager. There was one kid when I was in high school who had, like, a full beard from when he was 14. There's always one of those. Every school it was has always one. Everyone, there was a guy at my school one. who, like, I swear, one day after summer, he returned a 14-year-old with a full beard. Mm. There's always that one kid whose voice just drops when they're like 11. <laughs> they just turn yeah. up at secondary school like, Hi guys, my name's Joe. <laughs> like, yeah. oh Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I'm here screaming in the corner. <laughs> What's happening? My best mate in high school, uh, a guy called Ben, um, we went, we left summer, year seven, came back September, year eight. His voice had dropped during the summer, but completely, he didn't have any voice cracks. Oh. It well just dropped. Oh. I know. Really done. That's the, the it was so surprising. I was like, it, "Wait, actually. what the heck, man!" Like, I didn't. It was it was wild. I was suddenly like, "Oh my god!" Who is this person? Yeah. You're, you're growing. We're, we're, it's happening. The puberty thing is happening right now. Oh god, Mayday! <laughs> then he grew as well. And up until that point, I'd been a little bit taller than him because I got my mm. growth spurt when I was eleven, and then I stopped growing. Um, so that's fun. And I'd, I'd been told in him for a while, and then he, like, shot up. And I was like, whoa, this is illegal, actually. Can you, you stop, stop that, right please? now, mister? <laughs> Go to Australia. Get Go to Australia, here. Ben. <laughs> Just seems like a nice holiday destination for all of them, I'm sure. I think a beach oh, yeah, episode sure. of Dorian Gray would be fun. Yes! Oh, it's like an anime! There is one... There has to be. If there's... A, well. First of all. Hmm. We need to make the anime adaptation of the picture we of Dorian do. Gray. And then we can have a beach episode where they all go to the beach. And it's very sweet. Dorian has those very, like, slow motion lens flare shots coming up on him. Yes. Whenever he's introducing a scene, I think. Um, you know, like, very sort of um, romance anime where it's, like, the, the pretty boy protagonist. And it's like, oh, it's Oran High School Host Club. You can yeah. say Oran High School Host Club. I mean, I've not actually seen Oran High School Host Club. But that's, I think we're seen... the same vibe here. You've um, never seen Oran High School Host Club? I haven't. I'm sorry. Graham! Ah! <laughs> Blasphemy. Okay, well, maybe we should watch it sometime, Megan. Yes, we should all watch Oran High School Host Club. Okay, oh, we'll do that. I can't remember who it was. I think it's... I think it's Katie who likes it. Um, Am likes it. I know that for sure. Am likes it. Um, so I, uh, I googled Dorian Gray anime, as you do. Okay. Um, of course. Oh my goodness. So there is a guy called Dorian Dorian Gray in Oz Mafia, which I have no idea what that is. Uh, he is the hedonistic proprietor, and his quote is, I am Dorian Gray, the owner of the brothel. I wish you well until we meet again, my lovely. And the brothel is on Oscar Wilde Street. Oh, that's, I is, like that, actually. Huh, an oh, elegant and decidedly adult man. He values pleasure above all else and lives only for the present. As the custodian of the town church, he also acts as a priest! The church? Hang on. <gasps> 
He's a priest. <laughs> what kind of church don't is tell Lucius. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to send a picture of him to the yeah, chat. Yeah, drop it in the chat. I, feel I don't like... know what Ozomafia is. If it's a really problematic anime, do not at me because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we, we, none of us have heard of this show, so we're going to find I out. Haven't. I feel like there's probably eventually going to be a Dorian Gray character in the Fate series, which is the series where they just oh. basically get different characters from across like world mythology and then drop them in for fun and then make them sexy for no reason. Ooh, wow. um, Wait, the... there's also... A um, very there's a sexy William Shakespeare. Man. It's good. Oh, there is also a... Uh, uh, there is also another anime Dorian Gray. He's from oh god, there's so many Dorian okay. Grays. It's from Amino, oh. so I think someone else. I think someone has made this. Mm. He's very cute though. Yeah, there's just many. Also, apparently there is uh, an anime that's similar to the picture of Dorian Gray, and it's mm. called Le Portrait de Petit Cosette. Ah, so it's like gender swap Dorian ah. Gray. I think so. I feel like the connotations are similar it's yet also very yeah. different for gender swap Dorian yeah. Gray. Um, like the power dynamics would be very different, right? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So I've googled it. I'm looking on images, and wow, this is very sexual. Gothy. Okay. No, no it's gothy. Better. It's just Good. this teeny tiny child wearing a little gothic Lolita outfit. Excellent. Good for them. Nice. Hope they're having cool. a nice day. Very creepy eyes. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh dear. Oh no. Like extremely creepy little face. Yeah. I take my remark of cool back. Yeah. Maybe less cool. Maybe less cool, more terrifying, perhaps. Maybe I'm having fear. Oh, interesting. So, okay, it's kind of not really like the picture of Dorian Gray. Basically, an art student goes into, like, a thrift store and sees a portrait, and it's like, wow, that portrait's eyes seem to be moving. And he becomes, like, infatuated with the portrait, and he finds out that her name is Cosette, and she's a, an 18th century girl, and she was an aristocrat's daughter, and she's been trapped inside the glass. Uh, because the artist who painted oh. it tried to murder her. And he's like, oh, you need to set me free and take Yikes. punishment for the sins that the man that killed me committed. And then she just tortures him mentally and physically. Oh, so she's actually evil? Oh. Or, or yes. is she just... She's probably had a bad time, so I feel like there's maybe a line there. Like, yeah, he also has a secret best friend out. that's in love with him the whole time. Not a secret best friend. Also, yeah. is this the lame sequel that no one asked for? <laughs> what did Cosette go up to the later years? Well, <laughs> yeah. What did yeah? What did Cosette go up to after the after the <laughs> end of the musical? Another, another anime Dorian Gray. Oh, hello. He's got dark hair. And Ooh, why do they all Ooh. have dark hair? I know there is a, a blonde cat. Dorian. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were saying that there should be cat boy Dorian, which I'm sure probably uh, does track. You actually. know what? There absolutely should be there cat boy Dorian. Be cat boy. I think that works. Before yeah. now. We've already discussed this, I swear, on Game Deja Vu. That tracks yeah, for us, to be fair. Have. That does track for us. I like God, that we're all awful. This is bad audio yes. content. We're just talking about pictures of Dorian Gray that we're looking at. But <laughs> Hey! I can bring up some thoughts I had about women in this go show. On, please do have some thoughts Let's about women. There's one point in the book where I literally just wrote Miss Madam, <laughs> which is how I talk derogatory when someone's being silly, because she's just like going on this whole rant about how she's not worthy of this tiny little man mm. who's who's very attractive. She's like, I'm not worthy. Why would he love me? And like the whole book, she's been described as a rose, and like yeah, she's very beautiful. Pretty. Also, she's like a very talented actor. It's implied, and he's just some guy who has some yep. money. He's just yeah, a dude, just some, guy. just some pretty boy. Like if anything, it's the other way around. She's like, she's pretty cool, and he's just a hot twink who's there. Like, yep, mm-hmm. he is replaceable. He is. He he could be. <laughs> he, a, he could literally be a portrait of himself at this point. You know, like. That's what I'm saying. 
Uh oh. Uh-oh. Wow. Uh oh. More anime boy Sorry. content. For everyone that's confused, I just keep dropping more and more pictures of anime boys into our group chat that we have. I'm sorry, I'm the reason that we're doing bad content. But in my defence, it's a very hot anime boy. <laughs> yeah, some of them are pretty good, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if I'd bothered to create a social media account for this podcast, I would post them on there without context, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, maybe I will eventually. Well, They're damn it, good. Graham. The people but, want their content, and they have I no think... way of telling you that they want their content. Well, you can Google image search it yourself, people at home. I mean, mm. okay, maybe one day I will bother to do a Twitter, but it is not today. Because today we're How do you expect to get feedback from my adoring fans? Uh, you have adoring That's fans? True. I do. Great. Get them to listen to this podcast. Tons of them. Tons of them. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Good to know. Where They're have you been keeping these guys? They're just all over everywhere. Oh, okay. you know. About. about. One of them is the entire social media team at Alton Towers. Yeah, one of them <laughs> One of them does run the social media team at Alton Towers. That is true, actually. I mean, you are crowned Queen of Mardi Gras, of course. Let I us was not Queen forget. of Mardi Gras. And then they commented some little heart emojis on my um, on my video about it. So I think we're besties now. To, to, to round off the excellent audio content, I would like to inform everyone that Lucius has now seen the pictures of sexy anime Dorian Gray. And oh, good! And has just said, are these all of Graham's husbands? Which, yes. Uh, yes. yes, yes, they are. I can't uh, believe that this is a harem anime, like, yeah. <laughs> or it's just Graham. Graham. You are um, all of but my, it like, is best just Graham. And, and then this is all just Graham husbands. and his million Dorians. <laughs> I mean, as Oran High School Host Club would put it, um, we are the homosexual supporting cast. We yes. are the homosexual supporting Not applicable cast. to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? We are all of us, though. Actually, (laughs) we are the supporting cast. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, close enough. I mean, maybe not homosexual necessarily, but definitely, you know, not straight. We're the not cishet supporting cast. Good for us. Good for us. (laughs) Not cishet. Yeah, I mean, doesn't have the flow of you boys, the homosexual supporting cast. Oh, my my notes are just full of me underlining things going, hmm, miss. What else have you hummed, Alice? Miss to us. Uh, what else have I hummed? Uh, oh, it was just, uh, like, it, explaining the old lady. It was like, women mm. defend themselves by attacking, just as they attack by sudden yeah. strange surrenders. I love that he, he has he a chapter have to say with, it. with, a, like, you know, a nice <sighs> yeah. focus chapter. He's like, I'm going to slip some misogyny in there just so Oscar you guys don't Wilde, forget who's right. not this, the biggest you know, fan of women. Throw it down. <laughs> I feel like there's a much nicer way of saying it. He's one of those, yeah. One yeah. of those. Yeah. Unfortunate, yeah. So my, my notes are just full of I don't think so. Yeah, there's a, a lot of those in each chapter, but I think there are quite a few of that in this one as well. Although less so maybe because there was less Henry action, who was a, a prime instigator of, hmm. Yeah, usually there's a Henry misogynist quote of the chapter, <laughs> but mm. as Henry wasn't in this chapter, it's it was just, just vague like, overtones oh, of my misogyny. My here. I must put it in anyway. <laughs> Lest people forget self-inserting it a bit by Henry or not because he is and then he isn't. He's like, Henry's the worst. Also, he, here are my opinions through Henry. Yeah. If Henry, if Henry's yeah. wife gets pregnant and he goes on a big run about it, that's how you know that um, Henry is the Oscar Wilde self-insert. Mm. I, I still think he is. I think of all of them, he is. Yeah. He's not like a direct self-insert, but I feel like it, if Oscar Wilde oh had an God. AO3 account... <gasps> no. I am Patriot. The chaos that would be unleashed... 
I just want you all to picture that for a moment. Would Oscar Wilde be into ABL? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I need to take a moment to pass oh, what you've just no. said to me. I mean, <laughs> maybe. It's a difficult question, actually, though, as well, because I feel like he, he does enjoy sort of very set dynamics, clearly, in his sort of yeah. relationship dramas that he's creating. There's but something going on. I think there are some of the aspects of ABO, you know, the... <laughs> More the, the, the some, some of the aspects that he might not be as uh, interested Graham, in. You can't mention Oscar Wilde having an AO3 and then me not be going. So ABO, yes well, or I think no? we all know that Dorian is an Amiga. Are you saying that you go on AO3 just for the I, ABO content? No, I, mean... I don't because I'm a lesbian and I don't think that those two work together. Yeah, and I think also it's a very heterosexualized mm. kind of gay content that you get with ABO as well. If that makes yeah, sense. So. Not to stereotype a whole section of fanfic, uh, but it kind of well, is. Can't wait for the I emails. Believe we've named this episode the Omega oh, we have. Oh, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Dorian. Okay, right. So let's talk dynamics. Basil is a beta. Oh no. Okay. Dorian is an oh, Omega. Henry yes. is a yes. big. Old, actually, no. Henry is yes. a beta, but he uses like hormone spray yeah. to make himself. He's trying. He's, like, he's in denial. He wants to be an alpha, an alpha but he's a, a beta. And he can afford those hormones. He's just his entire life. He's never been yeah. off those hormones. Basically, everyone's like, "Oh God, damn it, Dorian! You forgot to take your suppressants again." Jesus, you mess. That's totally what would happen. <laughs> Do you know who is an alpha though? Mm-hmm. Who? Mm. Henry's wife. Yeah. Yes. Go Henry's Definitely. wife. Definitely. Big fan of Henry's wife. She's out. She's banging Omegas left and right when she goes out on the town. Henry's like upset because oh he's, no, he's a Henry's a cook. And he's a beta cock! <laughs> oh no. Henry makes those videos. Say that. Is that something I, that's allowed? Yeah, yeah it's I mean, allowed. Yeah. I think so. It's not a it's not a rude word. Henry <laughs> It's quite funny though. No, because if Henry was <laughs> on I TikTok, truly find very funny is that like when obviously when cook became the big new insult for left wingers mm. was when I was studying like a lot of like Shakespeare and like middle English and stuff. And obviously they call each other cooks all the time in that. Yeah. So I was like, wow, it's really made a comeback. Mm. It's nice to see these things. Can we just quickly scroll back to, <laughs> um, Dorian Gray TikTok. So I think I yeah. Mentioned so there. basically I was saying if that, all this conversation implies that if Henry was on TikTok, he would be making those videos on how to be an alpha and telling all the boys what to do because he's not an alpha, oh, no. but once Henry, Henry makes yes, pick up oh he's my a God. He totally would though. Yes. And then Dorian just makes those like thirst tap- traps that are like slightly questionable you know the ones that's like i mean we i think we all know what dorian's tiktok content would be yeah i think we we, we all know a dorian tiktok content i think we all know what dorian co- <laughs> tiktok content looks like <laughs> he would be the tiktok white boy that everyone loves oh. yeah he would be the white boy of the month mm-hmm. but like he would he'd be the white boy of the month then he'd sort of come back around in like two years time but like mm. wait this white boy hasn't aged. Hmm. Mm, yeah. I'm going to be like, drop Suspicious the skincare routine, boy. King. And he'd be like, not being racist. And I'd be like, it's not the secret, though, is it? Stop moralizing yeah. beauty. <laughs> We're in too deep. We have. Sorry. It's one of my, it's one of my pet peeves when everyone's just like, do good social justice to have clear skin. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like the implication 
that like, like being a nice person keeps being you being a nice person forever. makes you attractive because because like they're always like look at paul rudd he's smiling and also he's like paul rudd can afford so much botox like right? that's all it is he <laughs> has a really rich. good skincare and botox and like that's the, the answer it's not being a good person famous Mostly because, like, you know, some evil people are very pretty and some lovely people are ugly and that's okay. And I find it really weird that we do, like, the Disneyfication of, oop, can't trust mm. that person, they're ugly. I'm like, mm, okay. I think there is something to be said for, like, you know, um, if if people are generally, like, nice people, then oh, yeah. they do just seem more attractive or, like, just, you know, because of that. But at the same time, I don't think you can simplify it down to, like, be do nice thing once be hot forever yeah for sure yeah i mean we've sidetracked into something here we have i'm sorry i can circle back i suppose it is not off brand for the morality (laughs) question of the book however yeah well i mean that's the thing i think a good point that this book makes is that like people think that pretty people are good people Mm. and And, you know, we will find out whether or not they're right. I keep not wanting to do spoilers. No, no. Sorry, mild spoiler for the book. Keep it going. Part of the book is that, like, people who are beautiful can be terrible people and get away with it because people link beauty to good morals. And it's just, it's not correct. So, Hmm. foreshadowing. On that foreshadowy note, I think we shall, shall close up for today. Yes, an ominous. God, look at us having like an actual ending to this podcast episode. Oh, look at us winding down after extreme chaos. Someone mentioned furries or something. We got to ramp it back up. Oh no, no, no! I can Um, end it on a good uh, note. On the spot now. um, What do you think, Dorian Gray's fursuit? Please stop. Okay, let's end it. Wait, wait, because I have, I have one note that's a good. Uh, it was just ah to be a young dandy making love. I've written that in my book. God, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh to that. be a young dandy making love. Thank you, Ailish. You're welcome. And that that is our our moral for the day. To be a young dandy making love. I love that. Tis the dream. If you'd like to be a young dandy making love or not, then catch us with our next episode. Um, until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good. Hello there, it is me, Graham, the voice of Graham on this podcast. Um, I'm just editing this and I have some corrections to make and that is that earlier on this podcast I said that we don't have a social media and that is a lie. It wasn't a lie at the time of recording, um, but this episode has the more eagle-eyed amongst you listeners eagle-eared perhaps may have noticed is coming out a little later than usual. Um, So in that in-between period we have created a Twitter account from which we have been tweeting, not not much, um, which is at StorybrookPod. That's all one word, at StorybrookPod. So you can find us on Twitter, if you so wish, um, for all your social media interactions. Otherwise, we look forward to seeing you soon for the next episode of the Storybrook Podcast, where we'll be reading the next chapter of The Picture of Dorian Gray. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>